Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council podcast, the number one ranked movie podcast on the internet. My name is Dan Sherry. I am your host, and I am joined once again by my esteemed colleagues, the COO of the Movie Council, Mr. Andrew Sherry. And (laughs) I was muted, but I'm here. (laughs) And the director of security for the Movie Council, Mr. Marky Marky Bondurant. Hello. And we are back. This is episode number 61. We're back after another week off, kind of sort of unscheduled week off. But, you know, it was fucking Thanksgiving. What what do you want? Holiday season. Yeah, so chock full of turkey and booze. Yes, sir. But we're we're back for another week. Uh, very excited about tonight's topic. This is going to be a good time. Uh, it, we're we're going to give you guys some movie reviews slash movie recommendations that uh that you can watch right at home. But uh, before we get into that, see how everyone's doing. Uh it's been a couple of weeks, so so how was everyone's uh, week off? How was how was your Thanksgiving, Marky? Uh, what's it, going on, brother? It's good, man. You know, I, uh, I had Thursday, Friday off of work, and I I took Monday as a vacation day, so I had a real long little vacay, or not real long, but you know, a long weekend. It was nice. I had like that panic mode when I got back to work. I'm like, oh, fuck, what was I doing? Like trying to scramble, get back into the work mindset. Always feels mm. a little bit nervous the first day back at the job, but right. I didn't really miss much. A lot of people weren't doing shit. So, yeah, yeah it was it was a good time, man. I got to go to the mountains um, over the weekend. Went to the visit the college that I used to go to. and Went to one of the football games. Got an Airbnb up in the mountains, a cabin. Had an Very outdoor nice. hot tub. Yeah, it had a view of Grandfather Mountain. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I did the same. I took uh, I took the Wednesday uh, before off, so okay. I had that like nice long weekend. And again, like you have the, all that time off, and then you get back, and you feel like you missed a ton of shit. Right. But you really just like basically missed a half a day <laughs> like, right because people uh, all don't those do... other days no one did anything so right. <laughs> people yeah people had the same time off as you and yeah. you also think like i didn't do people don't do much work the day before the break or the day after yeah so you're really exactly. not missing anything but taking yeah. that much time off you always feel like you've right. been out of it for a long time yeah, get back into the swing can. of things feels a little bit weird so uh aj I I know how your Thanksgiving went because uh, we spent it together. It was a fucking great day. Uh, yeah, but yeah. How, how was the rest of your weekend and this past yeah. week? How you been? Uh, good. The, actually, Thanksgiving was uh, pretty terrific, actually. I thought yeah, we, we had a good time. How I were the mashed fr- potatoes? 
everything was terrifically prepared, delicious. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed myself quite a bit. And then uh, Friday I had off as well. So, and then the weekend, of course, but I did do some like online Black Friday shopping. I got, a, my son doesn't listen to this podcast. So I found a great, a, a great deal on an Xbox Series S. Oh, nice. For Is that him, the newest one? For, uh, yeah, for him for Christmas. It's the, you found one. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it was a, it was a digital, the digital only version. Right. The Xbox Series S. I think the digital only versions, correct me if I'm wrong, but those are a little bit easier to come by. A little bit easier. And yeah, it was being offered by Microsoft. Like they were offering a deal on it, 50 bucks off. And it came came with a bundle with like a couple games and, you know, the controller, of course. Oh, he's going to be a happy little boy come Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty, he doesn't listen to this podcast. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm just, I don't do a lot of Black Friday shopping, but I just happened to stumble across this, uh, this deal when I was, you know, just lounging around on Friday morning, Um, you know, in the aftermath of Thanksgiving, you know, just kind of chilling out. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool to find that. There were some other deals I just didn't want to get carried away, but I don't do a ton of Black right. Friday shopping or Cyber Monday shopping, quite frankly, but um, it was almost too good to pass up. So so did you, did you receive like an email from Microsoft or did you no. come across that? Where did you come across I just that came, message? I came across it. Um, I think it was um, plug. I'll give a plug. I think it was like IGN.com okay. somewhere. And I went down some rabbit hole and I found it. Nice. Found, found the deal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's hard to get those. Now. Yeah. I got a PS five, but I, I, a while back, but that was an invitation directly from Sony. Yeah. You lucky bastard. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, this was nice. 50 bucks off. Like, you know, you pay an arm and a leg for these things. So yeah. Uh, with the shortages. So yeah, I had a good, I had a good little long weekend. Nice, nice. Uh, very, very nice. So, uh, uh, a couple things uh, before we get going. I just want to say, uh, well, well, obviously, if you are now listening to us on Amazon Podcasts or on the iHeartRadio podcast app, welcome to the show. We're fucking so excited to to have you. And if if you're not, if you listen on Spotify or iTunes, and you generally don't use those apps but you just do it for us which i totally understand i'd go out of my way to listen to us too but mm-hmm. if you prefer amazon or iHeartRadio, the podcast is now available on those platforms as well so uh yeah super super excited to get some more fans because I, I tell you what i like it really fucking makes me happy to know people are listening to us yeah, we're right. we're just a, a few knuckleheads that really love movies, and we love talking movies. And, and here we are. We 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 decided to put it out there, and uh, so for people out there, if you use Spotify, you already know this. You know, at the end of the year, they they send you this little uh, email showing you kind of your listening habits throughout the year. But if you are a podcast creator like we are they send you the same thing showing you how your podcast did throughout the year and our podcast grew so much over this past year 
Like our numbers went way up. We got more listeners. We got, uh, we, we had listeners in, in Malaysia. Like right. uh, that, that boggles my mind to think us talking movies. There are people on the other side of the freaking world that listen to us talk about this shit. And it, it, it just makes me so happy. And, and it's all because of you people listening to us right now. So from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Like this truly, truly makes me so happy. And and it's because of you. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I fucking love it. It's your your Grinch heart grew two sizes. <laughs> yes, it really did. So but yeah, I, I'm so I'm, I'm so excited. I, I love doing this show, and I love that people listen to us because, uh, and and especially you two. I love talking to you guys. You guys are fucking great. Like I said, AJ was the number one ranked movie guy in the world for uh, what was it, 212 weeks in a row. Uh, unfortunately, recently he's been knocked out. He's no longer Uh-oh. ranked number one. But on the bright side. Marky is now the number one one ranked movie guy on the planet. (laughs) I didn't know I was in the running. Yeah, I didn't either. But you know, since all these rankings, there's a reason you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, because it's all made up. (laughs) Because it's a big ruse. (laughs) Makes me sucker. (laughs) Whatever. Who's number one now? You've been punked. You've been punked. Oh, that'd be a mean joke. Give me a fake trophy. Oh, Fuck y'all. You can have a participant trophy if you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is part of that generation, so he expects it. All hey, right. Uh, I'm, the one, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm not that fucking young, you old bastard. Right. <laughs> you feel like it to us, though. Yeah. But uh, all right. So you guys ready? Let's 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 start talking movies. Um, first off, before we get into our, our topic, we're gonna we're gonna give uh Give our listeners a little, little movie news, a little entertainment news. A uh, couple things that I, I came across this week I thought I'd share with everyone. was this uh, interesting one. So Adam McKay, who uh, he's got a new movie coming out, and he's been kind of making the rounds. And it just, uh, in, in an interview recently, we found out what happened in the big fallout with him and Will Ferrell. I didn't know there was so, a fallout. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like they did, uh, they had their production company, Gary Sanchez, and yeah, they did yeah. Anchorman together and Talladega, Talladega. Nights together. They had and the Funny other guys. Guy. Yeah. So, so they did well, all so- this stuff together. And uh, a couple of years, two or three years ago, it all fell apart. And okay. as it turns out, uh, according to this interview, Adam McKay was making a movie about the Lakers in the 80s. It was called Showtime. Yeah, he was going to give the role of Jerry Buss to Will Ferrell. And for one reason or another, the last minute changed his mind and offered it to John C. Riley. And this apparently who's, who's, really um, pissed off Will Ferrell. And they just who's stopped the bus talking. guy? Uh, he was the owner of the Lakers in the 80s. Okay. Yeah, and I guess Will Ferrell really wanted this role, and Adam McKay changed his mind, 
and it huh. fucking ended everything and they have not spoken in Shit. like three years all because wow. of some role in some movie crazy I, I, yeah i i recognize that they weren't working together but i didn't realize that there was a falling out but now it makes sense because they were doing everything together and then they just stopped and all because of that's that sucks yeah i mean i, I hate to hear that because they, they made a lot of fun stuff together yeah but and mckay according to the interview uh, he, mckay admits quote i fucked up on how i handled that and but he goes on to say will ferrell quote took it as a way deeper hurt than i ever imagined and i did tr- tried to reach out to him and i reminded him of some slights that were thrown my way that were never apologized <laughs> for so yeah it, it, sure. it, it clearly got a little testy wow and, and these two that like like i said that that whole funnier die website and shit that was all those two yeah and yeah everything is, is done which is kind of sad for the fans so that sucks yeah gary sanchez made some very great some great content mm-hmm. the other guys was awesome love that one yeah. anchorman of course fucking all oh, all oh, the uh uh what, what did you have the you had the trifecta it was anchorman talladega mm-hmm. nights and, and Step Brothers. Step Brothers, yeah yeah well i was trying to think there's there's another wasn't there another one that uh had will ferrell as like the lead and it was like him they didn't do Blades maybe i'm Glory, thinking of, did they? i don't I think don't that think was mckay so. yeah mckay's got a bit more of his movies typically have uh a bit more of a some meat behind it except for Step Brothers. that was just shit thrown at the wall which was fantastic right <laughs> And everything stuck. So, all right. And uh, one more thing uh, I want to let everyone know about because, uh, again, this has to do with a movie we fucking love. Uh, If if you've listened to the Laughing Stock episodes, you you heard us talk about it. If not, if you're a new listener, go back, check out our Laughing Stock episodes, and you hear us talk about one of my favorite comedies ever. Uh, personally, I thought it should have been a little higher ranked, but you know, it is what it is. But the movie MacGruber, I fucking yeah. love MacGruber, and Peacock has now has a new MacGruber series coming oh, out shit. in 2022. They just released a trailer for it, where it's like a kind of a mock trailer. It doesn't really show anything from the new series. It's just like this jailhouse interview with mcgruber <laughs> and it is fucking hysterical go ahead and google it look at it's on youtube it, it okay. is so fucking funny but yeah it's just uh, mcgruber doing this jailhouse interview and remind me yeah. remind me of his name it's will something right will forte, will forte. I, yeah i always is, is it always gonna be will say, is the series gonna be will forte or yes yeah 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 will forte is starring oh, in it. yeah. it'll be on peacock early next year so god it, yeah. it, remember will forte in um how i met your mother your nose is bleeding like a faucet <laughs> i forgot that he was in that yeah that was excellent i forget the character's name but yeah so um and one more uh, kind of movie slash TV thing. So 
I don't know if you guys ever saw the uh, movies. There's, I think, two of them. The, there's Jack Reacher, starring Tom Cruise, and then oh, I, yeah. there's like a part two Jack Reacher never go Jack back Reach or around. something. Yeah, Jack. But anyways, uh, Jack Reacher. It's based on uh, a series of books by this author Lee Childs. Really super popular books, and uh, when those movies came out, the author of the books was kind of pissed and the the fans because of the they, books they picked pissed. someone that was five foot nine to play a role that was supposed to be for someone that's six foot four and 250 pounds you know exactly where i'm going yes mark exactly like are they making a show Cruise, they certainly are it comes out in february oh, of 2022 uh on amazon uh and the star starling at starring starring alan richton richton uh, he was on Titans. He played Hawk. He was uh, in that show, Blue Mountain State. If anyone's is he a big dude? dude he, oh my God, he is a fucking mountain. This dude is gigantic, okay. super jacked. That, that, that was he that looks was such what Jack Reacher is supposed to look like. Yeah. Okay, I was gigantic, gonna say that was like super a major. Dude. That was a major plot point throughout the. I only read the first book, but like throughout the book, that was a major mm -hmm. plot point was that he was such a huge dude that he just manhandled everybody that was in front of him. And then yeah. you've got Tom Cruise, who's, you know, Tom Cruise, but yeah. I guess they Wouldn't made it more technical. To... Like he, he knows karate or something. Right. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about the, the series. Like I said, MacGruber and Reacher two series. I'll definitely check out because like I said, I love the movie MacGruber and like I said, Reacher, could have been great like the story in jack reacher was I, great I, I and, like I, the and first. I actually enjoyed the movie but the like first when one i hear good. about the second what one was it was completely different yeah. yeah oh yeah the second one was yeah, with kobe second was dog shit yeah not good but i liked the character jack reacher so i'm i'm, I'm excited yeah. about the the series so uh, i will be checking out i think it starts in like february so do you know what that's what that's going to be airing on uh amazon yeah, it's an amazon okay. original series so nice. very, very very excited for that one so um you guys ready ready to uh to do this now we're gonna we're, we're gonna give you guys movies. some uh some movie reviews and kind of some movie recommendations uh based on streaming services so you're sitting at home some weekend and you're flipping through and you're trying to decide what to watch. We're here to help. So for this episode, we're going to give you some Netflix reviews slash recommendations. Uh, we each picked a movie that is now streaming on Netflix uh, that we want to kind of recommend to you. We're going to tell you what we thought of it and I believe all three of us have watched all three movies, so you're going to get get plenty of feedback on these films, and they're they're all available on Netflix. So, um, you know, AJ, real what, quick, yeah. Um, so we, we these are going to be kind of like reviews and recommendations, but we are going to spoil them too, right? Like that's because uh, I want to talk about the endings of these movies. Oh yeah. So, so not. are we going to hold back? No, we're, we're not going to hold back. Okay. I, I will say, I, I do think we can go 
somewhat spoiler free on Red Notice because it's the newest one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's that'd be, and I think that'd be... we can break that one down without spoiling it. But the right. other two movies, yeah, we're gonna have to spoil those ones for sure. Yeah, because it's yeah, there, there's so much to talk about with those two that. It, yeah. Yeah, we can't not spoil them. So, uh, for the first, the, for two of them, pause the podcast, watch the movie, come back and listen. And the other one, yeah, you know, we won't spoil it for you. But movie number one, let's go, let's have AJ kick us off with, with the movie he picked. Uh, streaming now on Netflix. I watched it. Marky watched it. I I, I gotta say, AJ. I'm a fan. I, I liked this one. So why don't you go ahead and tell the people what it is. Uh, give, give me a review. Give me a breakdown. Let everyone know what movie you picked. Sure. I didn't write any notes down, so I'm kind of going off the cuff here. So it's two, it was came out in 2019. It's called mm-hmm. um, I Am Mother. And the only act... Well, actually, the, the, the actress you see in it that you would know is Hilary Swank. But there's a robot in it, voiced by Rose Byrne. So everybody knows Rose Byrne, the Australian actress, and she's in Bridesmaids. Um, I did also... not recognize her voice, by the way, until I yeah, saw the credits. Yeah, yeah, she, and it's an Australian film, so there's just some Australian flair, flair in it, you know, with Rose Byrne. So basically, what the film is in a nutshell, about in a nutshell, science fiction film. It takes place sometime in the future. There's some extinction level thing that happens where the earth is just decimated and uninhabitable or or you know so we think right barren Uh, yeah right barren wasteland we don't know what's on the outside all we know is where um where we are in the movie and that's in this i don't know if we even know whether it's underground above ground it's some kind of facility or in space. Yeah. I thought it was in space for Yeah, we don't even know exactly where it is, but based on some of the um um you know, stuff that comes across the screen early on, it, it seems like it's on Earth. It's an extinction level event, something happens, you don't know what. You just know that there's this robot that's uh roaming around this facility and it's uh goes into this uh um area of the facility and creates the it has like a whole bunch of uh embryos or whatever and it creates a it creates a, a human yeah it's and, got like a jurassic park rack of human embryos right bunch of embryos and it picks one out and um it creates one and then we kind of see you know the child start to grow up a little bit and then we sort of like move along in a montage sort of way of the yeah. of the young lady the young girl and what we, we get need to, is a montage yeah we get her Sorry to like early early uh, teen age or so girl and um you know she's just alone in the facility that's that the thing was they all he the robot only made her there's a, all these embryos just made her. And then you're thinking to yourself, like, and, and and the robot's the one raising the child as its mother. That's the I am mother title. So 
all along this robot's raising this child. The child's calling um, the robot mother. She calls the girl daughter. The robot, I say she, but the robot, the droid is calling the girl daughter. And uh, she's putting her through like exams and, 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 you know, bringing her along, raising her and bringing her along. And the whole time I'm thinking, when are they going to make another kid? Like, are they trying to repopulate the earth? What is going on? And then one, one day as they're going along, you know, um, this, she the the daughter starts to near the airlock of the facility that the exit so to speak she starts hearing some banging and stuff and all of a sudden another human being appears played by hillary swank um and then that's when things start to get really really interesting and you start to wonder what exactly is going on if this woman came from the outside you know is the as the robot been this is a very highly intelligent, you know, robot. Is it been just lying to the daughter about? Well, obviously the robot has been, right? We just don't know exactly why or how much. Yeah. Um, but it's a very, in my in my opinion, thought provoking sci-fi. Um, it's uh, the, the, it doesn't re- it doesn't show his hand immediately which I like, and it kind of peels back the layers in uh, in kind of, in my opinion, a satisfying way. And I really, really, really like I Am Mother. I'm a big fan. If anybody, other people in Malaysia, whoever, all the other people listening to our podcast, no, I'm a science fiction nut. I love science fiction. And this one scratches that kind of itch of, um, you know, um, thought-provoking sci-fi which i really dig and i know i was a long-winded way of describing the film but um there's a lot of surprises and yeah maybe we're we're going to spoil some stuff but there's a lot of surprises in this film and um and and some of the times when you learn things it's earned like you you learn something you're like yeah all right all right yeah 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 and it makes you think of like well how how, how far down this rabbit hole, you know, are we going to go with this? Like, and I just, I thought it was really interesting and cool and, and it ended really fucking cool. And I just, I'm a big fan. I enjoyed it very much too. I liked it a lot. DP, you mind if I jump on this? Yeah, go for it. Um, it's, I, I agree. It, it is thought provoking. And I, I liked how it was, it's, it's almost like, I, I kind of want to describe it as a slow burn, but it's not, it, there wasn't any point where I was uh, like bored or disinterested. Like the environment that they're in, this shelter is very interesting. And it's just the two characters for a long time, mm-hmm. the daughter and mother and their interaction and their back and forth is really interesting. Cause you are trying to figure out like, what the hell is going on? And it, it turns into a thriller once Hillary Swank shows up because then like you're, what you as the viewer your understanding of what's going on starts to get turned upside down because the robot is portrayed as very caring and nurturing and Mm -hmm. she is she's like very sweet to this girl and is raising her very well and the daughter's very sweet and like well is polite and everything and then hillary swank and the the place is like you know top-notch sci-fi facility everything's like clean pristine and 
And she's getting an education. She's eating well. Like she's she's being treated really well and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Hillary Swank shows up and she's like gut shot and dirty and like cussing and like just looks like shit. And it just changes everything. And she's got a different perspective of the robot. She immediately hates the robot. She's like, of course, motherfucker, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and and you're all of a sudden you're like, what the hell is going on out there? And the things start to dawn on you. Yeah, because the the robot we do find out kind of early on at the first interaction with Swank is that the robot did lie to the daughter. You're like, well, shit, what have you been lying about? And then all the interactions between the robot and the daughter, you start second guessing everything. It seems everything has like a little tinge of manipulation behind it. You're like, fuck, is that robot being truthful or is it manipulating and lying to her again? Right. But but Swank was Swank's character lies too. But they're both lying. She's not right. Right. She's not believable either. Um, And you're kind of as a viewer, you're in the shoes of this, this little girl trying to figure out. Right. (laughs) Trying to figure out what's going on. She wants to, the girl wants to see more people. She's been asking the robot to, you know, I want a brother and sister and that kind of thing. And Swank is like, I come from, there's, there's loads of people out there and trying to talk her into leaving this facility. Um, Yeah, it was, it was a really good sci-fi in the sense that it was, it was a bit of, it was original enough, but it also wasn't like a, a totally original idea, I guess. Like it, it, it had a a good, it had a good spin, a good spin on um, an idea that wasn't necessarily an original one. Right. The robots Uh, rise up idea. Yeah. Yeah. For me, Mm -hmm. it it, it felt like, uh, like ex machina and the matrix and like the thing had a fucking baby and it is, I am mother, you know? yeah so but yeah i i loved it, was, it too uh, i i thought it was fucking great it it's it didn't seem like it didn't seem like it had like a, a massive budget um mm. but it was definitely it was definitely well placed like the 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 setting the scenery the computer graphics all that stuff costumes right. all that was was spot on the right the sen- like it basically the, the had three three actors Right. They had daughter, right. the the person that did the mocap for the you know the mother, and then Hillary Swank. Yeah. yeah, and then you know Rose Byrne obviously did like voiceover, but yeah, like the, there's barely any cast whatsoever. So right, and, you know, the, it's the budget like film- was definitely low. Yeah, the film's got a good sense of space too, like that facility. Mm-hmm. Um, the area that they're in because there are scenes in that film right where it would the parts that are tense where like mother is like running down the hall you can hear right. her footsteps her forever and stuff. to get there yeah. right there's like such yeah. a sense of space in that place it's like it, you feel you almost feel like you're in there like that's you know what i mean because you're put in the movie does a good job of putting you in the like you said marky like sort of in the perspective of the daughter yeah and that's her home and so oh, it know, feels like uh, home in a way so I, I, I'll, uh, let, let me say this though so it, like at the beginning you said like there's this little kind of title card type thing that says you know uh extinction a day since extinction level event zero 
Yep. Blah, yep. blah, blah. And, and so after they show like the, the girl being born and everything, the next one says like uh, days since extinction level event. There's like 13,800 and something. Yeah. And so, of course, I did the math and it I was like too. fucking 38 years. Yeah. And that so I was like, like wait, 18. that girl's not 38 years old. Right. What the fuck is no, going on? No, no, no. So then you so, find out why. Yeah, exactly. So, so immediately I'm like, all right, what? Like it puts you on edge immediately. Like, all right, what the fuck is going on? You know and what? So the, right was- from the beginning, I'm like trying to figure shit out. I'm like, all right, this girl's young. She couldn't have been there the whole time. Why is she the only one? And it really gives you this fucking sense of, you know, like who done it. And you're trying to figure it out before you even start like really getting into the movie, which, a which point- is a fucking awesome way to start. Like that's a very, very clever way to kind of a subtle, a subtle way of doing it. There's yeah. another thing that they do too. That's kind of subtle. And I, I, I didn't, initially pick up on it but then i realized it um hillary swank's character when she's recuperating she's talking to daughter they're having a conversation and she says how she grew up in the mines right she's lived there her whole life so in other words she was like born and like abandoned during this whole thing and she's way older than daughter she's way older than daughter yeah So so daughter wasn't born like early on, it took like we realize, of course, right? Spoiler: you find alert. out, yeah. you find out that they that she's tried it. The mother has tried this a couple times, right? And the, so the, was the Hillary work Swank? Out. Was Hillary Swank one of the ones that didn't work out and escaped? I don't, you know, for think the longest so. time. At first, I, I thought I that, but so. I don't think so because I, I the, don't the, think so. They, they, because they of the did, way the that robot interacted with her at the end. Like where she was, said you had a purpose and now until yeah, now. It's like, did you really think she was going to stay here with you? And yeah, like I, I don't know. I think it was one of the ones that escaped. But if you look at the uh, numbers me, that they pulled, I think she was the third one. And the and at least one possibly. of them, she found the dental, she found the, uh, right. the teeth. For so one of, right, I don't yeah. know. It's there, hard to no say, right? answer. Yeah. That's the thing. But, they they made sure there wasn't a definite answer. Right. And they left it there. They're a little ambiguous. A little ambiguous, but yeah. in an interesting way. There Marky. was a there was a certain shot when Hillary Swank first showed up in the airlock and they're looking at each other through like that little window slit. And, and you're like, that's I an older version of to, her. Yes. Exactly. That was my first I thought. have to think that's intentional because they were showing they were showing each of the characters from the like eye level up, up and they yes. looked remarkably alike. They did, yeah. So I felt like that that was too too intentional to not be a right. thing. And maybe like it's just almost like intentionally on the nose, you know what I mean? In right, a way. Right. But 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 just so you thought that, but it, it was more of a misdirect, an intentional you know, and misdirect. Also, I don't know. The the thirteen thousand day thing, I rewound that. I was like, did that say thirteen thousand days? And I rewound it, and then I did the math, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's like thirty six, thirty seven. That's thirty seven something years old. And yeah. I was looking at her, and my the first thought in my head was that the uh, people that made the movie were just fucking stupid at math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> until until you until you see her going through the incinerator, or you know, and realizing yeah, all this I'm, shit, right? I'm the dummy. 
Yeah, the whole time yeah. I was just thinking, like for half the movie, I was just like, why would they make that mistake? That's so easy. Yeah, yeah good because that was idiot. your first sign that something wasn't right. Was when uh, mm-hmm. mother took that mouse and fucking immediately right. brought it to the incinerator. Mm-hmm. Like when she incinerated that mouse, like at the drop of her hat, didn't no questions, just did it. That's when I was like, all right, something is not fucking right here. Right. Yeah, like and that's she, when she was still telling her that there was a, that's yeah. when she was still telling her that there was a contagion out there. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. The daughter started asking her more about it. Like, couldn't you be wrong? She's like, I'm never wrong. And it just seemed, yeah, yeah that definitely seemed right. weird. Like, have um, I ever misled you? Have I ever been wrong? Have I ever yeah. miscalculated? Have I ever whatever? But only mm-hmm. because she manipulated her all the way up to that point to believe mm-hmm. her, you know? How would she even know if she ever mis? miscalculated or anything she wouldn't know right only because mother told her everything you know was calculated correctly but yeah yeah, i'm a big fan of this film it's like you said it's not a it can't be a huge budget it's a small cast small setting it's uh it's a very small story being to like a a, it's a big story being told right but like in a small area um, oh, with yeah. small cats, but it's like huge ramifications, right? Like, did I? Um, I thought the um, I'll go ahead, DP. No, you go first. I'll, I was, I'll, I'll finish. I was, I was going to get back to the ending of the movie because, like, just like during the ending, I was kind of like thinking to myself, this is fucking cheesy. Like, this is they've gone a bit far with this, but then when the other android visited hillary swank that's when it it brought me back around and i was like oh that's tight because <laughs> it to, and i think that the robot was gonna like fucking kill swank in there but maybe dp's right maybe maybe that is like a runaway child and the robot was gonna hang out with swank and but it seemed more nefarious um it did and, and what what i was thinking was cheesy was that the mother was just like go ahead kill me i'm ready now after all that like i've i've raised you to raise humanity you've proven to me that you can so i'm not useful anymore which absolutely isn't true and i was like that's fucking stupid that robot is like hella useful and then you find out she's not actually gone it was just symbolic of right, share. that no, it was unit. totally symbolic cuz it's a shared consciousness of all the right right which is still around which perfectly brings me to to my point, my kind of question. I'm wondering if you guys felt the same way. Like, to me, I got this feeling like the whole thing was just kind of this, uh, like, exploration and commentary on, like, overbearing parents and kind of, like, helicopter parenting and, you know, trying to control your kid too much and, you know, the ramifications of that and you know, the benefits of actually letting go of being that kind of type of helicopter parent. Did you, did you guys get that same kind of feeling from this? I, d- I didn't, but I, I can see that now that you bring it up. Yeah. Um, I, I was, I mean, I mean, that's in that boat too. I didn't immediately go there, but I was, yeah. mm-hmm. I was more following what was explicitly said aloud in the movie, sure. you know, as, as far as, uh, you know, her lessons were about, the doctor and the patients like do you uh right save the one patient or the five other patients kind of thing 
Yeah. And then the girl was questioning like, well, are these five other patients, are they morally good or mm. are they like murderers? Because if I see them, then I'd be hurting more people. And yeah. then that's what the, the robot is doing. And she's trying to Which raise is, like an ethical. It seems more yeah, like that, that is the, the trolley question. Uh, it is. It's kind it's of a, like that's a new trolley issue. question. Yeah. You, yeah you, you're right. familiar with the trolley question. Yeah. I thought right. it was more of an Do explicit you, commentary on, you know, um, you know, humanity being trash and like just wanting to. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's the way I, that's oh. the, that's yeah. the way I took it. <laughs> The humanity had gone so far that they were so despicable that they mm-hmm. created this robot to help them. And then the robot decided the was best like, way to you help guys them suck. was yeah. to eliminate them. Right, right. And start <laughs> and, over. And start over and start raising humans of their own in the, the, as like kind, loving. And that's what, right. And that's what all the lessons were all about. You know, that's what the, yeah. right, you know. Yeah. And Hillary Swank was a very selfish person. We found out mm-hmm. she was oh, yeah. uh, trying to trying to get daughter. She was the old blood. Her, telling her, <laughs> yeah, telling exactly telling her. Yeah, which that, to uh, me was you know, the, that was she was the show. What happens from too much uh, overbearing parents, and when that parent saw like, oh, my overbearingness created that. Let me go ahead and step away from this child so I don't do the same thing again, you know. And mother yeah. even made a comment at one point. Um, I think it was early on in the movie when daughter asked her, like, uh, why can't why don't why don't we have more? Why don't I have a brother and sister? And mother said something along the lines of it's hard raising a child. It, you don't always get it right on the. She may have even said we don't mm. always get it right on the first time. Yeah, I forgot. Maybe yeah, not, they just said you, it. Holy shit! She, yeah. she did. At, at first, I thought something like about they're not, that. she's not doing them all at once because she needs to like raise a baby. She's learning. She's she says that <laughs> she needs yeah. to she like raise that. a baby and get it to a point where it can freaking walk and talk and learn shit <laughs> and pass you know, all and these tests. By the but way, then you find because out she, she didn't get it right. A few of them, and you're like, wait, right? right because so she because it did. On? She didn't get it right. Right because she's she was practicing. Yeah, she's practicing. Well, she's, she practice, says that you, practice makes perfect. She said that she's a learning machine and that she's right. got a she's learning to get it right. You know, and as a uh, a new father myself, relatively new father, those early scenes, that montage of that baby growing up was mm-hmm. tugging on my heartstrings pretty fucking hard. Like that was <laughs> yeah. that was really cute. Like seeing that kid walk around holding the robot's hand and shit and like putting oh, stickers God, on the yeah. robot. Like that was sweet. Um but and yeah, it, that end, was a, when you see the close up of the sticker at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. She was a good robot mother. She even was. though she was a little bit even though she was a little bit kill hungry because she was out there in the world like gunning right people again. Down, but so, so again, that comes down to like my theory about the helicopter parenting thing. Like it, it's when you're a helicopter parent, you do you love the shit out of your kid, but maybe too much, you know? And I, I yeah. feel like Kind of that's what the movie was saying. I can uh, see it like that. Well, I'll tell yeah. you what, I'm always I'm always looking out for um this sort of science fiction. And um yeah, I'm glad you guys watched it. It's a and th- this one was, was great. Written, yeah, written, this was a good written one, and directed AJ, by you. one guy, right? Yes. Uh, I this? believe that's the case. Yeah, this it's an Australian film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't remember his name off the top of my head. I didn't recognize he's the name, Australian, but yeah. um I'll keep a lookout for whatever he does next. I'll enjoy that one a lot. I yeah, I was actually Good. looking to see what 
he had coming and he's got I think a couple he was things a, that was his but nothing that has like enough info to know what it is right i feel like that was his this debut and this is in production yeah okay so. yeah, cause there was some great as a uh i don't know if it would be his job or the cinematographer but there were some great shots in that movie as well like when mm. they were outside the shelter and you see like some of those overland shots oh yeah like the barren wasteland and then they come oh, across yeah. the corn and you see this big right. machines and you and get this, all this green area with the corn yeah that was really cool yeah and she mentioned that the corn had just come up like six months ago she's like it used to she's like i don't know where this came from it just started right. because yeah, mother because mother right, finally it feels gear. like she got it right so it's time to start. so now it's time to rebuild yeah, yeah. Yeah, regrow, yeah. repopulate. Let's go. We got it right. Now we can start. Mm-hmm. Right. That was like the missing piece, right? Like, let's get mm-hmm. the, the first human, the right one. Yeah. Get it. And yeah. That we'll get that straightened out. Now and... we can. Right. Yeah. Fucking and also, cool movie, AJ. To... Thank you so much, dude. That was a good one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Let, for for the listeners, absolute recommendation. If yeah, yeah. Listen this far and haven't seen it. I'm sorry, but hopefully you went and watched it and came back and listened to us talk about it because it is yeah a great great movie to watch. Super safe fun. to say three three thumbs up, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, just remembered like a testament to Hillary Swank's because uh, she's Swank, trying to act like she's. Not. Uh, no, okay. Kevin Kevin Malone can go either way. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the you question now. isn't. All right. All right, I'm back on. The question uh, is: Is she is she hot? Yeah. If, Remember, if you don't know, that's an office reference. The people. question isn't would, yeah. isn't would you bang her? The question is: Is she hot? <laughs> Oh God, I fucking love but, the office uh, so much. Remember <laughs> in the movie, she's like willing to leave that baby behind. She's like, no, leave. Like, well, she we'll keeps saying like we'll come back him. for him, but she's yeah, she's not she planning no on coming back. Coming she back. just wants to get the fuck out of there and take that girl mm-hmm. with her. So, so all right. Bitch. Yeah, it makes you wonder, like, why did she want her to go with her so bad? Just so she wasn't lonely? I yeah, think so. My guess you know? too, yeah. So but, uh, companion uh, because everybody great, else great. died like she fleed the mine that was one of the lies oh there's all these people in the mine uh-huh. no they they all got decimated mm. yeah and she, and she, and she says like the, the mines aren't any good yeah she mentioned she, some at some point yeah, she, she said you wouldn't like, want to be there anyway so bad yeah because yeah. because they got all got decimated in there she managed to escape she's all alone you know yeah. who knows who shot her we still never figured out that rumor like yeah. oh, that 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 mystery or whatever. Anyway, That's a good point. Moving on, moving on. Well, it could have been yeah. it could have been one of the droids or whatever because there's. Could have been because I think around. mother might have been lying about the bullet when you know she was examining the right. two bullets. Yeah. Yeah, one was like a huge slug, and one was like a pistol round. Right, right. So interesting, interesting film. Uh, good acting, uh, well told story. I think so. Yeah. So uh, we spoiled the shit out of it. But we certainly did. It. Yeah, and guys. Uh, still, like, if, if you please, hopefully, you stopped before you got it spoiled and you can go watch it. Yeah. And enjoy it. So, uh, if you don't want to be spoiled about this one, go watch it now. Come back and listen because we're going to spoil the shit out of Marky's movie, too. Because this is Good. another one. Like, we, we can't 
not spoil it and talk about no, this movie. You got to talk so about much the final scenes. In this movie. Yeah, we, we, we got to talk about all of it. So, uh, Mark, why don't you tell everyone what the movie is so they can go watch it before they listen to us talk about it. All right. So the movie that I want to talk about and watch again is called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Long title. Came out in 2017. It's on Netflix. It's one of those Netflix original movies. It's still there. Uh, watched it again last night. I think that was my second or third time watching it. Um, it has uh, Frodo in it, right? Or is it? Yeah, it has uh, Frodo. Mm-hmm. What's his name's escaping me? Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Thank you. So he's one of the only actors in the movie that I think that people will recognize. The protagonist, Melanie uh, Linsky. Not... People know who she yeah, is. Yeah, she's in what, Two and a Half she Men. In? She's in Two and a Half Men. Okay. She was, they had a pretty major role in that. She was like the, I the crazy neighbor in Two and a Half gotcha. Men. Gotcha. So. Well, she was fantastic. Fantastic yeah. in this movie. She's she's the Great. protagonist, yeah. and like she's the, apparently in this new show called Yellow Jackets. Go ahead, I, she's I in some stuff. I, I <laughs> want to watch that too. That looks fucking fantastic. I'm going to check that one out. Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. So ahead. like the no, you're good. Always like promoting new shit. Um, like the title of this movie suggests. I don't feel at home in this world anymore, and it follows centers around uh, this female protagonist and the movie kind of has a little bit of a montage in the beginning ruth of just seeing all this shit she she's like a uh like late 20 something early 30s lives by herself like in uh what we later find out it's like a a house that was like handed down to her like a grandmother's house or something in this like uh northwest neighborhood of the united states and like she's finding like her neighbor's dog poop in her yard constantly she's seeing people like just leave trash on the ground in the grocery store she's getting cut in line these uh, there's like a montage of things that people can relate to in their everyday life that you're like that shit just pisses me off like when people are just assholes for no reason like the person that goes to the grocery store checkout line that says express 15 items or less and some bitch brings a cart with a hundred items in oh, front of you I and you're holding one thing and you're like, you motherfucker. Yeah. So she's going through all this and she's always just kind of like swallowing it and just like staying quiet and like, oh, all right. And then her house gets broken into and it's her laptop and her grandmother's silverware, silver that is stolen. It's like an heirloom. And the police come and the police are like, well, you left your door unlocked. So, you know, don't do that, you idiot. And she's like, well, what, are you going to find them? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll look into it. You know, she ends up befriending a neighbor that we find out is actually the guy that's been leaving, leaving dog shit. He didn't mean to. He apologizes. <laughs> they go through a whole thing. That was funny. Kevin, the dog. Yeah. But <laughs> that's Elijah Wood. He's got a ponytail and he's like one of those weirdos that buys a bunch of ninja shit online, like nunchucks and throwing stars. Mm-hmm. And she finds like her, uh, her laptop pings on her cell phone. Somebody's opened it. She tries to call the cops. They won't help. She tries to get some other help. She goes to this guy that she just briefly met earlier. And he's like, yeah, I'll go. And they, they go to this house where the laptop is and they end up taking it back haphazardly 
hilariously. Elijah Wood comes busting in the, the door. Star. <laughs> yeah. Accidentally hits the dude in the face of the morning star, which sets the scene. Blood's like gushing out of his nose. He throws a throwing star into the wood paneling and then just lights a firecracker and throws it like into the bathroom. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? They steal the laptop back. And now they're riding high on this rush of like, hell yeah, we did it. Fuck them. You know, like we're not taking this shit anymore. And then they find out where her mother's silver or her grandmother's silver is. It's at this flea market and they go there. Shit doesn't go as smooth. It just, they, they, the, the deeper they go into this almost like vigilanteism, they start getting the, they meet the cops again. He's like, I know what you're doing. Don't fucking do it. Like leave it up to the police. And she's like, Oh no, I don't know what you're talking about. And they end up getting in too deep because what they're doing ends up crossing paths with some actual real psychos, some almost like Charlie Manson type people. And it, the, the movie is, is kind of like relatable and not kind of, it's very relatable and lighthearted and jokey. And then it takes a slow turn into the dark corner and then it just fucking drops. And yeah, I was going to say, that ain't a gruesome. slow turn. Holy fuck, does that take a hard turn into holy that shit, Bill? drops. <laughs> so, Dude, you're in holy I, shit, Bill, before you know it. It's fucking before awesome. I hand it off to, <laughs> before I hand it off to one of you, you other guys, my favorite line of the entire movie, and it's been in my head ever since I watched it for the first time, whenever she's going door to door to her neighbors and asking them if they saw anything suspicious because her house was broken into and she's meeting all these different people. This movie is filled with the best auxiliary and side characters out of any Mm -hmm. movie. Almost every random character in this movie is hilarious and is just this such a rich brief character. The guy that's working on his car, he's like, I don't know, maybe uh, leave me your number. I can call you. <laughs> I think of something <laughs> just super fucking creepy. But my, my favorite line of the entire movie that I've been thinking of for years is when she comes to that uh, old black guy that's behind the screen door and he's mm-hmm. like, sons of bitches. And he's sitting there like eating some go-gurt and he, he's thinking to himself and he goes, hmm. And she goes, well, what's that? And he goes, I wish there's some regular old yogurt you can sip on talking about his go-gurt. <laughs> God damn, that is the best line ever written for a movie. Oh, it, God, that's just was some regular like, old yeah. yogurt you can spawn. He said, mm. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's just some regular old yogurt you can sip on. <laughs> Holy f- fuck, that's some good TV right there. Anyways, AJ, did you watch this movie recently? Did you get to see it for the. Is this your first time? You did watch it, right? I watched it, yeah, for the first time, actually. You don't see seem as in. What do you think of it? Here's what I'll say about this movie. If it, at first I felt like it was going to be one of those like, have you ever seen Falling Down with Michael Douglas? Yes. I almost felt like it was going to be that, like where she was going to snap. You know, she was going to be pushed right. too far, pushed too far, pushed too far. And the movie kind of like meanders along like that for a little while, like we're like, oh, she's just putting up with shit all the time. And I, I, you've mentioned this, but the movie becomes absolutely bonkers at the end. We haven't really gotten to 
how bonkers it becomes at the end. The last 15 minutes is insane. But all those meandering sort of scenes I'm talking about that lead up to the bonkersness, they're like greater than the sum of their parts. Like it, it's it 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 all kind of like coalesces in such an interesting way to get to that bonkers part, mm-hmm. you know? And you almost feel like in a weird sort of way, it was inevitable. <laughs> like yeah. it was inevitable that she was going to get to that point. It was inevitable that she was going to collide with these criminals. And the way it played out was in a way kind of inevitable, but it was kind of cool how it all worked. Like, I love the scene when like he eventually, that dude, the fucking dude, the psycho, like the, the Charlie Manson the, guy. Yeah. The guy that's the head of the, the group, like, the whole scene, the way it plays out when they're in the woods and the snake, I knew the snake was going to get him. Oh, yeah. Like, spoiler mm-hmm. alert. I knew the snake was going to get him. And like that whole part where she's like baiting him and stuff in the woods and stuff. I, lo- I love like yeah. she's at that point where she's like, she's done yeah. even caring. Like yeah, she's, she's, she's talking shit. Given. She's she, talking shit. She's, she's talking not scared. Shit. <laughs> she's not scared. She's just like, she's tired of it, you know? And she's been smart about it. Yeah, she's calculated. But I really, like, I, for a while in this movie, I didn't think I was liking it. And then (laughs) it all just clicked for me. Not just because it got super violent with the obvious, like, gun that you knew was going to fucking explode in the girl's hand. Right, they kept showing. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah. You knew all that was going to happen, but she even came up and fucking started shanking Elijah Wood like it got really vicious, like vicious, vicious. He blows the the father's head off, like all of that, like just all just um, uh, the perfect storm. That was almost like like a Tarantino scene. Yeah, the fucking when the throwing star gets lodged in that girl in her face, (laughs) in the side of her face, and she rips the fucking sheet off her head. And and she's and she's oh, got the stars still in her face. Um, yeah, I Marky, I loved this movie, dude. It was so okay, good. I'm gonna watch. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it again when we're done with this podcast. I thought it was terrific. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like it until I loved it. It's weird. Okay, you know what I yeah. mean. Like I, 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 I want to rewatch it because I want to appreciate. What I didn't appreciate the in the parts. early, the earlier stages of the film, yeah, yeah, it was, it was the old guy with the gogurt that turned you, wasn't it? <laughs> I'll tell you what turned me. Like when they went to the um, when they went to the flea market, and she was like, "Just, I'm gonna walk out with the silverware." Like when she yeah. got to that point, and you sort of knew that the collision course was on, right? Because the van was in the parking right. lot, like the whole thing. You knew that this was just going to happen. It was going to eventually happen. Mm. They were going to collide. It was just going to happen. Like she's walking out with it. And then the dude ends up getting, he ends up like side kicking him in the head. Like yes. the yeah. sidekick. The sidekick, yeah. The old, the old guy breaks. He called her it finger. the sidekick. Yeah, he breaks her finger. Elijah Wood sidekicks him in the head. He goes down for the count. They take him like I'm like, oh, here we go, here we go. Yeah, and then he's all into it, and then then she steals the fucking lawn tech. 
That's not your lawn tiger. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, he, like he's it. right. He's got he some really he's weird got some, line. Yeah, he he's got some cross. weird morality. He's got some weird morality system that like we don't understand. Yeah. You know, he's throwing was, he's throwing Chinese stars at people's faces, but yeah, you can't but take that, a lawn tiger. lawn tiger. Yeah. That scene, that scene with the uh, uh the wife of the lawyer is so good. Oh, when they, when God, she first yeah. shows I up thought she I don't know like, who that actress is, but the, the wife, she was yeah. terrific. She was, she was so good. She makes them. Like, she makes them the They're She's not like, cops. I know they're not yeah. cops. I was just fucking. I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> bored housewife. Milk. Bored I I, housewife in this gigantic house all day. I think yeah. I've got some almond milk. Will any kind of nut milk do? <laughs> Making them coffee. Oh, and he man. starts yeah. talking. He starts talking about. Uh, he's like, "Oh, this is really good. I, <laughs> I, I worked at Borders for a while, making coffee." And the, the, you made this at home. Oh, this is great. And it, it it's like when they first get to the house, the first time they go to the house, when they're pretending to be the cops and mm-hmm. the fucking husband's like security detail or whatever it is, comes in. He's like, like clearing Cesar. the place. Yeah. This side yeah. of the room, it's clear. Like he's yeah. like running yeah. around the, the house. Like, annou- yeah. Announcing that certain, all the rooms are clear, yeah. like one at a time. I'm like, they're just rolling oh their God. eyes at him. Who are yeah. these fucking psychos? Yeah. Yeah, when she when they ask her, what does your husband do? She goes, um, lawyer with like quotation marks. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah, this is dude. Yeah. Like so, so I started watching it and I was it, like it at first I was like, oh, this is gonna be, you know, like uh a couple movies we've talked about on here, like Super or God mm-hmm. Bless America. And mm-hmm. then it took a fucking turn way darker than either one of really those dark. movies like really holy dark fuck like when they blew the guy's hand off that, that whole ending scene with all the fucking death and all the blood and gore and he and, tells and him Melanie that he doesn't have a son Lynch's anymore the puking which just puked oh, over yeah. and uh, over and over again just stop doing that giant puddle of puke in front of her yeah <laughs> Like the, the, God. Oh, I would be puking too. Oh God, yeah. The Charles Manson guy. Puking my tells, out. He tells the lawyer, he's like, "Where's my son?" He's like, "Buddy, you don't have a son anymore." And then for a brief moment, you see like the love and like the piece of shit dad's eyes. He's like, mm-hmm. right before he dies, he realizes that his son's dead oh, too. Yeah. And, like a brief, Which, by the way, feeling of emotion. Scene, the fucking son surprises her, and she just spins around. And hits him right in the right. neck. Oh yeah, let's not forget I'll... that the fucking son got hit by the bus. And yeah. then he gets yeah. hit by a bus. He gets hit by Which, a bus. Yeah. Like meet Joe Black style, awesome fucking was... scene of getting hit by a car. Yeah. Up awesome. until then, as a viewer, I was afraid of that blonde-haired kid anytime mm. he was on scene because he was he was so he unhinged. Was Remember, he he took the he took the upper upper decker in that yes. other person's house, and then it was, <laughs> and then beat the shit out of the the homeowner. So like he was totally unhinged, and then he surprises uh, Ruth, and you're like, oh shit! And then Ruth just reactively crushes his windpipe, and then yeah. he's mm-hmm. done. He's he just walks out in the street and fucking gets hit by the Joe yeah. Black Express. She hit him with the bag with the footprint mold, right? His footprint mold. Yeah, his own footprint mold. 
She hit him yeah. with the bag with the footprint mold in it, crushes his windpipe. He walks up, gets hit by the bus. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? This is like that and, chain and of then events. They like that's when the movie just went completely off the fucking rails. And yeah. it just, yeah, it got like 80% better. It went way off the yeah. rails and got fucking amazing from then on. Like it so, was great. R- r- and then it became amazing. Uh, yeah. I agree. It's it, it, at the end, like, because that's the first time I, when I watched it for the first time, I, that's the way I felt too. Like, I was just kind of meandering through it. And then it just, it grabs you to where, like, you're glued to the screen and you're just what you're seeing. And then I just wanted to watch it again. And I started picking up on some of the finer details in the earlier parts of the movie that well, that's I what I'm going to need to do. Not paying as close attention to. Yeah. Yeah. And remind me back. in the end. I know I remember the uh the Charles Manson type he gets bit by the snake but then how does he die and happens to him after that right cuz he like gets up after the snake doesn't he I or think yeah, kinda, he just, I think they kind of left him there Yeah the they just, the showed him trying to make his way out but uh but then Ruth, 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 Ruth gets um you know our um, man and gets boat. him in the boat and they yeah. they take off Yeah and that was a a nice little touch at the end where it looks like uh I forget why she's Woods. dreaming of him or whatever. It looks like he, he looks he might be dead, but it's just the grill and like yeah, which is great. Because my first thought when I saw that, I'm like, oh, he died, right? And then a second later, oh no, he's just standing behind the grill. <laughs> like, yeah. That was a fucking very <laughs> very nice well done scene. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. excellent the way they did that. That was uh, that was a huge. huge and fun. I actually like the friend's husband. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. can't. He's just tired of this he, shit. He want, like, yeah, he just yeah. yeah. He wants nothing to do with it. He comes home that one night and he just wants to eat his sub. He wants to yeah. sit at the kitchen table just and eat his yeah. sub. Quiet. He just wants yeah. to be left alone. <laughs> he yeah. does not and want to be dragged into like, any oh, of it. He'll he'll make the couch up for you, and he's like, God damn it, she's staying yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> like he just wants to eat his sub. Again, and just be left another alone. goddamn peace and quiet. Another one of those little ancillary side characters that just make the movie fucking great. Like all the yeah. like the 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 dude working on his car, the black dude with the go-gurt, that fucking the, the husband. husband. E- even the, the old dude like that runs the, the flea market. Yeah. The old the old the old lady, the um the in the nursing home right before she dies, remember? Oh she's yeah, like, yeah, that's the very beginning of the <laughs> keep your big dick away from this good pussy. Yeah. And then she fucking dies. And dead. And then she, and she's and asked, then did you have any like, final words? No. Yeah, did she have any last words? <laughs> I don't think don't think that's worth talking about at this point. Keep that big dick away from my good pussy. <laughs> i tell you i gotta i gotta watch it again it's just it's one of those films that like there's uh it escalates things escalate quickly oh yeah in that yeah. third in that third act things escalate quickly it's almost like you're watching two different movies it is the yeah. tone of it because it's like it's it's relatively calm, but it all got the there and it made second. sense how it got there. Right, it is. It but did. It it, it 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 didn't. It, it was it logical. Was, like was I shocking. said, like it was shocking, yes. but like I said, it was almost inevitable. Right, that the collision they course were, was going to happen, and the, the cop was telling them, "Don't yeah. don't do this. Don't right. you keep doing this. Warned like, her. This is end he up warned her. You. 
Yeah. And that cop and at the end of the that movie, cop he says, was, he's get, that's another character. That cop, he was the guy yeah, that was getting in back the, together uh, with his wife. <laughs> he was the guy that was in Harold and Kumar. He was the he was in the jail cell. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was a staple in Malcolm in the Middle, too. He was a lot, he was a lot okay. heavier in Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. Yeah, he was a little heavy set in Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. he had down. He's trying ways. to escape. Like, <laughs> he's uh, going. He admits that he's going through a divorce with his wife, and he starts crying. And then he's like, just brushes it off. Oh my god! And stop this shit! Stop this vigilante shit! Yeah, he's good. he's, he's movie, very he he's very he, good. Yeah, him he, and his he wife gets a little bit. A of, he try. gets a little screen time too, so he does a pretty yeah. good job with with what they give him. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And I thought Melanie Linsky was really good. I think she I like carried, her a lot. I think she carried the weight of the lead character well. I think mm-hmm. she, she, she did great. Job. Yeah. I she think played. she was well cast. And so I, I don't I, I haven't job. watched the other things that she's been in. So I don't know what her uh her characters or her acting is like and other things that she's done, but the character that she did for Ruth felt very appropriate to the story in this movie. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if she's a uh, one type kind of actor, actress that, uh, you know, I can't say you guys could tell me because you've seen her and other things, but Ruth, oh, yeah. the character she played here was very fitting. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting that Elijah would play the character he did. I mean, he played Frodo. Dude, he, he, <laughs> he made a good billion dollars doing playing Frodo. Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> Three movies. So now he's, He's like Robert Pattinson. He can just do whatever the fuck he wants. He, if he wants to star in some random ass movie yeah. about like being like a, a side character, not a side character, he's uh, a co-star. But still, like it, you know, that, that was phenomenal that he did. Kevin so, the dog. I'm a fan. Uh, I'm a fan. I, I is one of the more interesting. It, it's a. It's definitely unique. It's. I, at first, I, like I said, I thought it had like a, a falling down tone, but it, it's not like that at all. Yeah, it's not like that at all. It's not about a, it's not about someone that snaps. She, I don't think she ever snapped. I think she kept her shit together mm. in that film in order to she get just, through. In order to up. get through it, she stood up for herself. But she, she in, order to, in order to get through that like crazy final sequence, she had to keep her shit together. The the world around she her did. snapped. Yeah, yeah, she didn't snap. Basically. Everything around her snapped. And she yeah. she didn't. Back yeah. Oh yeah, down. that's she a great up. way to put that. Yeah. TP. Yeah. You know, so it's sort of like a juxtaposition there, like compared to, you know, the film that the film that I was uh, Michael Douglas initially thinking that that it was it was similar to, which I don't think it is. I don't think it is. No, no, because Michael Douglas is the one that snaps and starts shooting people in the street. Right. Right. He goes completely off the rails. The uh, everyone around Ruth went off the rails, and she had to keep her right. shit together and her head in the game. Well, and it's 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 uh, kind of um, in, in this movie, it starts like I said with that montage of her seeing these people just do shitty, minor slights day to day, but things mm-hmm. that just aren't right. Don't right. cut in line. Don't but leave shit, your dog shit on the yard. You off too. Right? Like, don't, don't. Dude knocks something off the shelf and doesn't pick it up. You're like, you fucking cunt pick and it up you dick 
the like guy, yeah. the guy at the that drives you nuts. Yeah, right. The guy at the traffic light with the the with shitty the exhaust. Yeah, with yeah. the truck. <laughs> yeah, the ex- all that stuff. Rolling coal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. then, and then, but going down that path of people just not doing what's right, she comes across these people that are doing the old of not right like you know what i mean like those right. the 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 manson gang essentially like they yeah. are so far removed from society that they are doing the worst things like it's not leaving dog shit it's stealing and murdering doing every, all that so she right. comes across the worst of humanity when she starts with just like the minor slates and the worst part about that group too is like the the first one you meet, uh, the kid that d- takes the fucking upper decker that, that robs from her, he's actually uh, like the least of that group. Like that, uh, the right. girl, way worse than him. The True fucking, so- the I dude, can. way worse than him. Charlie like, Manson. Yeah. Uh, so, so, like, he is, you know, initially like the big bad. And then you find out, no, he's, not even close to the yeah, big he bad. just spent Those a little bit of time in prison and, yeah 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 so i found that like ruth had this like very defeatist like life attitude at the yeah. early yeah. stages of the film right like she talks to her the friend world about, is shit yeah and like we're just carbon and blah 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 all this stuff right um and she's just total defeatist um but you know then she meets you know uh is it Alan Elijah Wood's character? And I forget. Yeah. And you know, I think she once she she gets like some kind of purpose, even though it's a little like a twisted situation. She has a purpose. She needs to get back her grandmother's silver. She needs to like. She's not giving up. Like, and yeah. I think you know, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting sort of a absurd, twisted redemption story or something in a way like yeah. i don't know but it's it it was a it was a really cool film i liked it a lot yeah thank you. I, I definitely recommend thank it you marky because i i had seen yeah, it good. on netflix i had put it on my list a couple times and then just like forgot about it and you know i'm glad i watched it. yeah so one more time for the listeners that one's called i don't feel at home in this world anymore it's a little bit long of a title, but it is definitely worth a watch. We spoiled the hell out of it like we normally do. Uh, this next one, we're going to try to be more reserved because this came out like a week ago, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is, this is the newest of the movies we'll be talking about. So, uh, yeah, like Marky said, we're going to try not to spoil it. But uh, at the same time, it is now officially the most watched movie on netflix it uh it surpassed oh, wow. Bird Box. so yeah it, so most people have probably seen it by now but you know that, for those of you that, that have you it get, and you're wondering if you should watch it keep listening we're, we're, we're not going to spoil it and we'll, we'll, we'll give you the, our recommendation it is a movie called red notice uh it is written and directed by rawson marshall thurber and it stars uh, The Rock and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. 
which that's how you get to be number one on Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> Holy fuck. What a goddamn cast. Um, this is a movie which, so it, it, it fits perfectly the way, the way this is set up, like the, uh, Rotten Tomato score has the, the, the critics have it at like 35%, but the audience score is like 95%. I'm going to that is that exactly audience. what this movie is. It, it, it's not a good movie by any means, but God damn it, is it a I fun agree. movie? Like if you just want to like eat some popcorn and have fun and just watch, you know, fun, this movie's absolutely for you because this was super fun. I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. And it's got its problems, but let's be honest. Like there are some, um, some like CGI moments that you're like, oh boy, <laughs> they really cheaped out on that one. And, and, and there's some plot holes and some like kind Big of time. generic storytelling um, moments. But Ryan Reynolds and The Rock together make this movie worth watching. Those two yeah. are fucking great together. Um, like, like the the movie, basically, I'm sure if you've seen any t- commercials or trailers for it, it it's basically uh, a story where you see The Rock is a FBI agent chasing down Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' character, who is a thief. And uh, also another thief in it is Gal Gadot's character named bishop and the whole movie revolves around like this big heist that they're both trying to do and uh the rock is trying to stop this heist and apparently red notice is like the highest like wanted level like from interpol or something like that correct yeah yeah the whole point of the name of the film right yeah so so brian reynolds and and gal gadot are two of the most wanted and well-known art thieves on the on the planet and, and the rock is trying to catch them and it goes from there and it is super fun it, it's um i don't know i guess you could call it like an international version of national treasure you know it, it's just kind of fun like you know who done it the laying little clues here and there for you to try and follow and um, God damn it! I I really enjoyed this movie. I I know it wasn't good, but I really fucking enjoyed it. Like, it it, it was super fun. The the characters were entertaining. Uh, the the story at the end of the day was entertaining. And all right, this is a a, a somewhat of a spoiler, but I will tell you, they at the the end of the movie sets up for a part two. For sure, right. like they end the movie saying we're gonna, we really want to do Red Notice too. They're so, gonna do it now if it's number one. It, it, uh, this movie, movie, yeah, it's that doing just so, the next budget so well on Netflix. I'm betting they will do a part two. So I and I hope they do because I loved this cast. This cast really worked well together. I want to see them do it again. Um, I thought it was fun. AJ, your your thoughts on Red Notice. Did you 
Did you enjoy it? Even though, like, I know because you're this isn't you, said his you were the former number one movie guy, so you know good movies. Could you put aside the fact it wasn't a good movie enough to enjoy this one? So I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I have a few things to say about this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gal Gadot is hot. Oh my god, is she? That's number one thing. Okay. Yeah, that's a revelation. <laughs> number two. And, and so there's going to be a common theme of what I have to say here. Number two, Ryan Reynolds um, is hot. He's hot too, but <laughs> his brand of humor, his style of acting, it lends itself really well to films like this. Yes. yes. It really oh, does. Yes, yes, yes. Especially with he's partnered with a guy like The Rock. You know, the, mm-hmm. their charisma works well together. So here's the common theme. When you put a very likable cast like this together, I think mm-hmm. he can make it work, even though, like, I agree with TP. It's not, it's not a good movie. There's a lot of plot holes. I'm not going to spoil anything, but, I mean, I mean, n- n- none of it ties together all that well. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, that was tricky. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. Oh, you really shit. fooled me there. Oh, boy, <laughs> hey, I guys. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you really got me there. Like, but that's not what this is about, right? You put likable, a likable cats together, and I think they can make it work because I think, um, I think Reynolds and The Rock, they do a good job together. You know, I think Reynolds' quippiness. Like that quippiness he has about him, mm-hmm. that little thing he does where he just like demeans you sarcastic in a funny way. Yeah, that sarcastic right, yeah. asshole <laughs> demeaning little thing he does. Mm-hmm. It's funny and it works. And The Rock is like this big, tough guy. So like, you know, you're always waiting for like The Rock to punch him in the face. And like that whole right. that whole um, uh, back and forth works really well. And I think that's what this movie's about, right? And I think that's what Netflix was counting on because it's not a very well-written film. It's not, you know, there's some cool, no. like choreographed fight sequences, whatever. Yeah. The, the action scenes are great. Some interesting, really cool, great. Yeah. cool, fun scenes and stuff. And like how they escape from the prison and he pulls out the little rock. Oh, remember when he put that little rock in there? Blah, blah, blah. Like that's not a spoiler. Like, remember when <laughs> whoa, he did that? Whoa. Well, here we go. But that's not what this is about. This is about like the, the likable cast. Yeah, and, and the interplay between them. Even Gal Gadot, who I don't think is a great actress, but she is hot as hell. She's also got a great <laughs> smile. She is, yeah, right? She is exotic. And she's exotically she beautiful. And mm-hmm. you know what? I think she's got some charisma. Like, she, And she's able to like feed yeah. off yeah. their energy. She's able to feed off the energy of those guys. Because yeah. those guys have charisma for days. You know? And I don't know if the egos in that room, they how they made that work, but they, right. they were able to do it. Like and they were able to do it, and if they can make a sequel, it'll make just as much money probably. Because I think, um, yeah, they did a good job. Like with with yeah. the um, with the comedy portion and, and mixing the comedy and action, it's like one of your standard like comedy action films, but it's fun. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It There's is. no like real great. I guess you. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's no real great like villain, so to speak. Like, you know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. You know, that they like throw at you. Uh, yeah, but there's actually like a couple. 
but no one of, big one. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. yeah like and, mini yeah. bosses. Sort right. of. Right. Yeah. But mini bosses. Exactly. Like I said, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I think that just would have crowded the, the field a little bit too much. Yeah. You know, you want to leave some, you want to leave enough room for these guys to work. Mm-hmm. And I think they, I think that was smart. I think that was smart. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I had fun with it. I have to, I have to admit, <laughs> I had fun with nice. it. Nice. That's good. Yeah. It was, Mar- Marky, what um, were your thoughts on this one? It's, it's the same agreed all around. You know, it's not the, the breakout good storytelling movie, but it is just fucking fun. There's right. people, I, it, it also lived up to pretty much all the expectations I had for it. I, Looked at the Rotten hey. Tomatoes score before I watched it, and I passed on it. And then DP said he picked it, and I said, "Fuck it, I'll watch it with you. We'll see what's <laughs> right. about." Yeah, let's go and, for the ride. <laughs> and I'm yeah. glad I did because it was a ride. It was a lot of fun. It was it was stupid from like an intellectual standpoint, but it was just mm-hmm. fun. And it was yeah, those guys and gal Godot, guys and gal, they did play off each other so Hey-o. well. That is a curious thought aj with like or dp whoever said uh, the egos in the room i can't yeah, imagine because yeah, there's like three of the biggest names the most popular names mm-hmm. 180 million or 160 million was the budget for this movie i got to imagine 100 of that went to the three of them yeah and at least, right it yeah, wouldn't a lot of it didn't go to them. cgi because there was a no. <laughs> like really the writer <laughs> like I, I could have done better with my laptop. Like, look, I'm not on, an expert. Man. I'm not an expert on special effects. I don't know how much of it was practical and CGI or whatever, but you know, I, I wasn't paying attention all yeah. that much to that anyway. You know, and yeah. I I got to think uh, without spoiling it, some of the um, ways that they told the story, I'm not certain. I haven't been to uh, storytelling school, but that seems like a definite no, no, like this isn't the way like you're supposed to fucking tell a story. You don't just like, ex- yeah, without I'll tell spoiling you, it. I don't want to go into it too much. And honestly, when I, it was a little clunky at first, don't you think like the whole yeah. setup mm-hmm. at the beginning was a little clunky. Mm-hmm. If we're being fair, if we're being fair, like we can put the movie down a little bit, right? Because it's not sure, a great absolutely. Movie. It's not a great story. No, it's not. It's very clunky at the beginning how the whole setup happens. And, you know, it's not meant to overthink, of course. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, that it is whole, an easy watch. and It was a fun watch. Yeah. yeah the, the whole, the whole the opening getting, scene. Yeah. yeah. Getting The Rock and Ryan Reynolds together, it, like, it wasn't very smooth. Like, there were some great action sequences, but just the, the time it took to get them together yeah like story-wise wasn't great and honestly but once t- they were together then the story really picked up yeah. and like it got more fun and yeah it's it did but i think it took a little while for their chemistry to sort of get there mm-hmm. it was a yeah. little like it was a little clunky at first yeah and and not just the, not even the story because we know the story's not great yeah it's not like intricate or anything but I think their relationship took a little while. The chemistry between mm-hmm. those two well, that guys. Was, that was that was part of the story, right? Um, well, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So I know what you mean, but I know what you mean. So maybe that was somewhat intentional, but um, yeah, I don't know. There were uh, there were. But uh, once they did, once they got things. rolling, once they got rolling, yeah. um, I think I think I think it got good between them. 
yeah. it got fun. There was a few that. things yeah. in the movie that uh, I wanted to call out that I thought were stupid, but then after watching the movie in its entirety, those scenes made sense. Yeah, like oh wait um, a minute, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I will say this: why. for if you want to watch the movie, there is like a fun twist at the end and i i mm. didn't totally see it coming but you kind of see like once you I, see yeah, I didn't. it you're like oh wait now everything makes sense right i don't believe that so, they even like they wanted you to see it coming they they yeah completely hit it from the screen like you know what right. i mean but, there were no but little, there were no it, little like, Easter eggs or little things. Where yeah, you could no, that's makes sense. I'm saying that I think it, there is. It's a very fun twist. You think there it's is a fun Marcus? twist at the end? Yeah, that's um, it's in, like a lot of the uh, kind of character showings mm-hmm. from one of the sides. Okay, but that, that okay. I thought was uh, stupid. Um, okay, I gotta say though, I almost feel like like. Much, I don't want to spoil anything, but I almost feel like some of the things that they came back and showed afterwards weren't uh-huh. things you you would have originally seen. Oh, not not those right, ones. Right, no, no, right, the, right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a, a bad part of storytelling. Like you can't right, do that. Right, 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 right. Um, okay, go ahead, go ahead. You go. I gotta say at the. Uh, all right, I'm trying to choose my words carefully as to not spoil it. <laughs> right, but but uh. uh, uh it's brand a new. Market, that's been sitting, a car that's been sitting for uh, right, 60, yeah, come 80 on. years. <laughs> that could start right up, Marky. Marky, that's gunpowder. The, that's the, the suspend, that's the suspend that. disbelief yeah. portion of the film. Yeah, exactly, right? yeah. exactly. So yeah, yeah, you can let that one go. And, yeah, you gotta let you gotta uh, let that slide, baby. I, I the car chases were fun. There's so many fun scenes. Yeah, yeah. I think that particular car chase that you're talking about uh, with that car, I think that was fun. Yeah, that, that was a that lot was of fun. Great. And the best part so was over leading, the top. So leading over the top. up to that car chase. But when, I think um, that, I think I think that was intentional. It was cool. Yeah, it was fun. Sorry, go ahead, DP. Yeah, the 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 lead up to that car chase when. Uh, you know Ryan Reynolds' characters walking in, and you hear him mm-hmm. like humming the uh, Indiana oh, Jones I think he's whistling I, it actually, right? Yeah, he's whistling, he whistling it. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, whistling bef- it. That's before the before he started Fucking whistling awesome. it, I started fe- I started feeling it. I, yeah, as soon as they started it, going down there, right, I was, so I was right, so on the nose, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. the, the movie admitted they're like, yeah, we're stealing this from Indiana Jones. Yeah. We yeah. know so on the nose. We'll, we'll let you know. We know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another great. part that I loved, and uh, I don't think this is a spoiler because it's in the first like ten minutes of the movie. But when The mm-hmm. Rock jumps in that brand new Porsche and the BC mm-hmm. Boys song comes on when he pushes the start button, he's like, yeah. yeah. And he punches it in a drive and peels off. Sabot- was that sabotage? Yes, it was. Oh, that was yeah. very funny. That was very funny. <laughs> he crashes yeah. immediately. <laughs> so yeah. that's a spoiler. Sorry. But hey, it's 10 minutes into the movie. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's very, it's very, it's actually a very funny uh, breakup. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of action going on. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, he gets T boned. <laughs> Yeah, great. Yeah, I, I oh, did yeah. like the parkour from the uh, Ryan Reynolds stunt double going around that scaffolding. 
Yeah. When he's like getting away there in the beginning. Yeah, that that, that was that's interesting. I don't, I, I don't know how much really I like well that. I don't know how much I like that really? actually. I was in the moment, in the moment. I mean, maybe if I yeah watch it again, maybe I silly. can kind of dig it. But um, that was also another. I think the beginning of the movie, the first like eighth of the movie, is a little clunky to me. But then it yeah. picks up steam. It picks up steam. You know, and I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to divulge plot details, but like. Once they kind of get him and the rock kind of get stuck together. Yes. You know? Yes. 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 You know That's what I mean? Then, then, then it, then it kind sure. of gets good. You know what I mean? Then it gets, mm-hmm. then the chemistry forms, everything kind of gets good. So it, it they, was once like they a, start quote unquote working together. Summer blockbuster. Yeah. 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 Netflix, I think did a good, like, you know, not everything's going to be artsy fartsy or award winning or whatever. Like you got to get the popcorn stuff in there too. Like yeah. Netflix, mm-hmm. Netflix gets that. They understand it. You know, Netflix is yeah. Their strategy is let's spend as much money as we can and see what we can get. You know, and I and think this working one, out for them. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Well, you they know, get a but- keep like, spending money, baby. The the budget. For this movie was like 160 million dollars. I think yeah, Mark said it earlier. The fact that Netflix can afford that kind of budget, yeah, in a minute. And like I said, it's the most watched movie on Netflix now. I have to ask. Maybe I just don't understand the economics of it. But if you're going to spend that much on a movie and Netflix is going to pick it up, is it also in the theater? This one wasn't. Um... Or maybe if yeah. it was, it was a very then how do small they re- then how do they make money on this? It just they've um, they have existing subscribers. Netflix is not a commercial base. Maybe I think they get right. new subscribers just to watch it. Uh, maybe more advertising. They want to keep subscribers too. Things, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, wondering. I'm not, like, I'm not quite sure how they get back Recoup their money it, for right. it. But yeah. when a movie gets this you big... You gotta spend money to make money, baby. Yeah, I'm I'm sure Netflix is making money off of this. They gotta be. They you know. have to be. I just don't know what yeah. the... Well, uh, DP, yeah, you said they, they could recoup it in a like, minute. Yeah. I'm not an economist. You said that uh, they could recoup it in a minute. I know mm-hmm. you were kind of joking about something else, but they could literally recoup $160 million in a minute with the amount yeah. of oh, yeah. subscribers the amount they of have for a month. have at this point. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Right. But I'm saying, like, you have existing subscribers that they're just, you yes. get, that's like guaranteed revenue every month, right? And then they yeah. spend you more, money. And you got to keep the ones they, you have. Then they spend money on Red Notice, yeah. right? To Which, keeping subscribers. But you're also gaining subscribers. Mm-hmm. You're assuming that that's, that's so. going to make you the money uh, you need to recoup that and make money. And here's the crazy hey, thing. I mean, like, people got HBO for Game of Thrones. Yeah, oh, that's true. Sure. It's yeah. totally true. And, and, and I thought, like, like we said, like you had they to have... subscribe. You had to subscribe for years to yeah. HBO. <laughs> to, it, you know what I mean for a series. You know, but they spent so much money on Game of Thrones, like so much more over the course of like what seven, eight seasons, true. whatever it was. Yeah, you know, than this one movie. So yeah, no, I think it, I think this is well worth Netflix's investment seriously because it's the most watched film on Netflix. You said, DP? Oh yes, yeah. Uh, Bird Box used to be, but the, this one overtook Bird Box uh, just like within the pretty past quick, week. but pretty yeah. quickly, right? It hasn't been yeah. out that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's been out for two weeks now. Right. So, yeah. That's yeah, within quick, a week man. it beat Bird Box. So Damn. impressive. 
Right, but with heavy hitters like that, them. with Reynolds and The Rock and Gal Gadot, I mean, that's yeah. those are some that, some of the heaviest hitters in Hollywood right now. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, pulling out all sure. the stops right there. Yeah. Yeah, and the, you know what? By the way, that's all they had. Those three. There's nobody else in that movie that's that 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 you would know. Mm-mm. Oh, one of the chicks that's in it was in uh, Umbrella Academy, the cop. Oh, what's your cop? Yeah, she's like, uh, what's her name? And and she's in that third season of Umbrella Academy. She was uh, hanging out with uh, uh, five. No, uh, what's his name? Shit, not five. What's his name? The Hispanic, the Latino guy. What's his name? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. Yeah, he met her in the mental the, hospital. The heroin addict. Yeah. Yes. Yes, her. Yeah. That's right. Holy fuck, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So she's the only other one. No, There's nobody else worth a damn in that movie because they spent yeah. so much money on the three stars. When you get three A-list, A-list like you got to, I mean, what else can you afford? But there are films with more A-list celebrities in it, like uh, the new Guillermo del Toro movie that came out, Nightmare Alley, as like Kate Blanchett and Bradley Cooper and Rooney Mara. And oh, the next my, Adam McKay and my movie. Bo- and my boy, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Have you seen the cast for Adam McKay's next Richard movie? Jenkins. What's that Tony Adam Collette. McKay's movie? Is it uh, that basketball one? It, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it, and uh, hold on, let me let, let me pull it up real quick. For you. It is it is a it is like that time of year when those film type of films are going to start coming yeah. out, right? Like so, uh, his, Oscar his, buzz movies. Yeah, Adam McKay's new movie coming out uh, called "Don't Look Up." It stars Timothy Chalamet, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. Melanie Linsky, we just oh. talked about. Hey, yo, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep, Jesus. Ariana Grande, okay. Mark Rylance, Michael Chiklis, Tyler Perry. I mean, this Jeez. cast is ridiculous. <laughs> Same with the Guillermo del Toro film. Like, that's yeah, crazy. Man. Like, Nightmare Alley. It's supposed to be really good, by the way. Comes out December 17th. Um, it's like I said, Kate Blanchett, Bradley Cooper, Richard Jenkins, Rooney Mara, uh, Willem Dafoe, <laughs> Tony Collette. Is that going to be an only theaters thing? Uh, to start with, yeah, on the 17th of December. Okay. I'm yeah. kind of used to these like streaming on movies coming to stream. Now. I know. I know. I watch like, this at home. <laughs> HBO, like HBO Max has been doing that a lot. You'll get yeah. like. Because they did that with Dune, right? Right. Yeah, they they um, bought a package of movies before COVID or during COVID. Right. By the so. way, AJ, just let you know the movie "Don't Look Up," Adam McKay's new movie. Uh, just looking. So it uh, it releases on December twenty fourth, and uh, and the list of filming locations uh, outside filming was done in Framingham, Massachusetts. Interesting. Yes, sir. Very, very you, interesting. You, you didn't see Leo walking around by your house? I, I did not. I did well, not. Fucking look out the window once in a while. God damn it. <laughs> I drive around the city every day. So, all right. Uh, real, but real yeah, quick. Red Notice. Good time. 
Yes. Yeah, so, so do you guys? Would you guys recommend yeah. Red Notice to the listeners? Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, you know what? Don't go in there expecting, you know, yeah. expectations low. Yeah, don't even expect like Mission Impossible or like some good, you know what I mean? Good action film like that. Like, go in with expectations low, but but go in knowing that you got Ryan Reynolds who does what he does best, mm-hmm. and The Rock. Yeah. You know who's got a certain set of skills, and Gal Gadot. You know, who's I, not. I, I saw more yeah. of an acting range from Gal Gadot in this. Is it Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot? I heard you say Gadot. I heard both. DP. I don't know. I don't know. She's don't very know. attractive. She she's Wonder Woman. That's all I know. She's she did. Pretty. She's very show, pretty. I feel like she showed more in this movie that we know. AJ. <laughs> she showed more in this movie <laughs> than I think we've seen in other ones where Marky. she's got. Uh, just a little bit more range. She's hey, exotic. AJ. She's exotically beautiful. <laughs> As you've said, and I agree. She is one stunning, stunning person. Absolutely mm-hmm. stunning. Um, but I don't real, think she's real, a great quote unquote actress, but I think she's got like that, that something. And she works well with these guys and they don't overshadow yeah. her completely. No, no. Yeah. She can hold her own for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and these guys got big personalities. Yeah. You know, these oh, guys are huge oh, stars. God damn, yeah. Which is speaking of their big personalities, I think it was like two weeks ago now, um, right before Red Notice came out. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh Ryan Reynolds was uh scheduled to be on Jimmy Fallon. And uh Will Farrell, who's promoting the Shrink Next Door, which just came out on Hulu, was scheduled to be on Jimmy Kimmel. And randomly, without it, like, Fallon and Kimmel did not know about it beforehand, but they just decided to switch and fucking and, and Ryan Reynolds showed up on Jimmy Kimmel or, or vice versa. I don't remember exactly right. which one it went. But, like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel's like, and please welcome... Will Ferrell and fucking Ryan Reynolds walked out. Hmm. And then Fallon was like, please welcome Ryan Reynolds. And Will Ferrell walked out. And they both just didn't tell the fucking talk shows they were doing this, just decided to show up in place of each other and promote each other's movies. <laughs> so they, they did switch funny. movies too? Yeah, yeah. They like, t- they because about the um, other ones. Jimmy Kimmel had the clips from the other person's movie and vice versa. So they had to try and set up the clip for the movie. They're not starring in. (laughs) It was quite, quite funny. And yeah, just go on YouTube. Look it up. People. It's fucking hilarious. I'll check it Uh, out. Yeah, definitely. And and by the way, Tim, Tim, what did you think of that? I love little children. Uh, Okay. we, We know that Tim. But is there anything else you want to add to this? I love little children. All right, fucking uh, enough of him. Let's. Oh, he says these days. I know. It's, I mean, he, he seems fucking obsessed with it. Yeah, he's I mean, like a broke. He's like a broken record. I know. Jesus. I love little children. We we get it, Tim. We get it. He won't talk about movies all night, but goddamn it, let us know his love of little children, won't he? Right. (laughs) What what is it that he loves? Uh, I don't know. What was that, Tim? 
I love little children. <laughs> Sounds like Tim. I'm not even saying it. That's him. That's him through and through. Everyone knows movies so well. <laughs> yes, we do, Tim. That's why we do this fucking podcast. <laughs> Who the fuck am I? I know nothing. Yeah, well, we know that, Tim. But, you know, we're just here to talk movies. Everyone knows movies so well. Yeah, I, yeah we went over this already. <laughs> All right, holy shit. I could just have a full podcast and we have a conversation with Tim Soundbites. But... I'd listen to that. <laughs> let's, let's move on and fucking wrap this podcast up. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Dad, Daddy got a little lost there. All right. <laughs> let's put a bow on it. Yes, sir. So, uh, Red Notice, yes, thumbs up yeah, on watching yes. that. Um, yeah, it's fun. I, I don't feel at home in this world anymore, and absolute fucking thumbs up. And thumbs I up. Am Mother is the name of it. Another gigantic fucking thumbs up. Check those movies out. You can find them on Netflix. Totally worth watching. And if you check them out, you enjoy them. Hit us up. Let us know. Um, you can find us on social media. We are at Movie Council Pod, or you can send us an email to moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. We fucking love your feedback. Please give it to us. Let us know what you think. Um, and also, yeah, give us a, a rating and a review, whether if you're on iTunes, super helpful, or so some of the new platforms we just got on, like Amazon and iHeartRadio, you know, give us a follow, give us a like. It's super helpful. We so appreciate it. So thank you all in advance for that. Uh, AJ Markey, you, you guys got anything before we wrap this shit up? I think Negatory. we nailed it. All three of them got to it. I'm tired. Yes, I agree. I think... Uh, uh, this was a fun night. So, uh, gentlemen, th thank you again. Uh, I, I, lo I love talking movies with you guys. So, uh, thank you so much. And to the listeners, for, for myself and for Marky and for AJ, we say thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We fucking love it. And we will, uh, we, we will talk to you again next week. Good night. Peace. Your Grinch heart grew two sizes. The movie council is adjourned.